Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today we are talking about the Netflix movie, The Adam Project, the movie with Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Zaldana, and Mark Ruffalo. So if you haven't seen it, we are going into spoiler territory, so you can go and check that out on Netflix, then come back and watch our show. But let's go ahead and jump right into this. This was one of the movies that... Um, you brought up to, to watch. I'd also said that maybe we should watch it, but I was mainly suggesting it because it was something that was new and that we could like talk about on the show and maybe have some fun with that. But when I saw like the look, I didn't see a trailer for this movie. I saw like a scene. It was the scene from the cabin where Zoe Zaldana shows up and they get into the car and drive off. I saw that scene and I was like, okay, this looks okay, but it kind of felt like it was going to be this kind of spy kids-esque movie to me off of that one clip. So I didn't expect to actually enjoy the movie going into it, even if it ends up being a solid film. I didn't think that I would like it. And boy, did that movie punch me in the face and punch me in the gut, punch me in the throat and say, yeah, you don't know anything, Chris. You, you, you absolutely did not realize what you were getting into and how great and how much fun you were going to have with this movie. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I'm I starting to really like Ryan Reynolds. Um, I didn't really before. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of his roles lately have been very similar to each other, but yeah. I, I feel like he's he does a good job of picking what he wants to do right now. Um, yeah. And, and, and you know me, I, I'm not a huge fan of time travel movies, but I feel like this one worked for me because even though it involved time travel, they did it in a linear fashion. So that in that sense, it made it work for me because we were really just following um, these two guys, uh, Adam and Adam his older self and his younger self and um and I think that really worked for me um in the sense of just being able to comprehend what's happening yeah and like as I've seen so many different time travel movies and time travel stories like across comics and film and video games that like I've basically come up with different like I've seen a bunch of different ways that movies try to make time travel work. And it's usually the alternate universe theory, or it's the theory that when you go back in time, everything that was supposed to happen is the thing that happens because you can actually change nothing. Um, Or what this movie did, which I still like the way this did it, it's the idea that when you do something, it erases the previous timeline and the memories of everybody involved are rewritten. It actually changes the fabric of that timeline. Um, there's not multiple timelines, there's only one, and going back in time actively changes it. And the way they illustrated that by having this moment where Ryan Reynolds and Zoe Zaldana are talking about the, um, the woman who was the leader of their organization and saying, yeah, she always had this. And they say, wait, but did she? And so like, we didn't actively see her change the timeline like you would in another movie. Um, but the characters themselves kind of have this question of if she did it because of the fact that their memories would have been erased and they would have the the way that they lived would they think that that's that's it would have been the way that they always thought things were but the only evidence they have that something probably was changed was the fact that a ship 
was recorded returning from a timeline, but not from leaving. And that's actually impossible. So the only way that could happen is if the timeline was like changed. And so now all of a sudden there would be no log of it leaving because technically it never did for them in their timeline. So like this this type of stuff, as far as like the the setting is very it's very creative. And that's one of the first things that caught me off guard about what I liked about the movie. But the second thing, and this is very much a personal thing, so I understand that going in, my feelings on this movie might differ from other people, but the way Turning Red felt very reminiscent of your life and what you know for you, Ryan Reynolds and this kid and his relationship with his mother and the situation around their dad felt very reminiscent to what had happened with me and my mom growing up. And so I had a different appreciation for those scenes, like the scene where that where he is in the bar, like talking to his mom and just telling his mom, look, things will change. He'll get better. He'll realize how much he loves you. He'll come back because boys always come back to their mothers. I was like, yo, this is so real because when I was a teenager, I was not the biggest fan of my mom. But when I grew up and learned how to understand her better, all of a sudden, I saw her in a completely new light and now me and my mom are like best friends. And so that was, I love that moment he looks at that kid and says, hey, you have her to, you, you have her to take care of you. She has nobody. Yeah. So, and that's just one amazing moment. Like I'll talk more later, but the kid learns from the older self and the older self gets to learn from the kid. And there's a, there's a balance in there. And that's what I really like about the movie. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed um, a lot of the stuff that he had to say and just thinking about, like, if you did have the chance to go back in time and, you know, tell yourself a thing or two, um, I feel like I, like your your first instinct is, like, oh, I'd probably just, you know, give myself advice about, like, how to make my life better. But um, in this in this sense, he was very critical of himself and like, you need to be better. Cause you know, when I, when I look, when I remember being you, I like, it, it really sucked. Like I didn't like you. So, <laughs> and he, he was pretty blunt about it. He said it like several times, like I didn't like being you, so be better. And I think that it was a really interesting interaction, especially since like his younger self, still felt like he wanted to hang around his older self despite mm -hmm. all like despite the way that he was being treated right yeah because he thought it was he thought it was cool and that was the thing that i it's it's so surprising to me with this movie because i did not expect the movie to have as as emotion and heart as it did behind the movie like there's so many great scenes of just of just love in this movie, whether it's the love between a son and his mom, the love between a son and their and their father, or the love between a man and his wife, like the relationship in that moment with Zoe Zaldana and um, Ryan Reynolds' characters, where she has to tell him to go, to go back in time to change the timeline, and his whole thing is he doesn't want to do it because he's afraid of a future where they never meet, and that he never remembers her, and the fact is she's like, hey, look my life happened it did happen where we got to experience what we got to experience and she chose to believe that they would get to experience it 
again. There would be an echo, as she says. And while, you know, there's no guarantee that that would happen, just that idea of I am worth sacrificing myself and the chance for us to be together so that we can honestly just save the future for everyone else. And I love the fact that he didn't want to do it because he came all this way only for her. He never even intended to try to save his father at first. Um, he was only trying to save her. And she's like, no, that's not what this is about. And he was reluctant and he didn't do it until she actually yelled at him. And that's that that also felt very real to me. Yeah, that part definitely gave me chills. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to bring it up. But I feel like this was some of her best acting I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so it was so convincing. Like I really felt like the desperation and um, you know the love, the sacrifice, and everything that she was saying to him, and just like how she was expressing it. Um, it just, it just felt so convincing, um, and, and touching. So I thought, yeah, more so that like her acting in this, I'd say everyone in the movie, like she, she, her performance was the best, um, out of everyone in the movie. I just applaud, yeah. applaud standing O, even though I'm standing Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because she's not even in the movie that long. <laughs> yeah, she she was up like halfway, and I was like kind of wondering when she was going to show up. But um, and the way she showed up was kind of badass too. She just mm -hmm. comes in guns and, a blazing. <laughs> right, and everyone talks about you know hashtag relationship goals, but y'all y'all need to see this movie where they have a fight scene together where they're like covering each other and comboing off of each other, and that right there. That's relationship goals. Yeah, I just want mine to help out with the cleaning and the dishes. So <laughs> that's that's all I ask. <laughs> Maybe like, some laundry. This much, more <laughs> much more simple for me. That's what that's what Cheryl said. Lower your oh, standards. Man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also. Also a little funny that uh, three of the main characters were in Marvel movies. Yeah, that too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was funny. I was like, oh, and Jennifer Gardner too. You left her out. Um, it was pretty oh, cool. Oh, that's right. She's in Daredevil, right? Four. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 nuts. That's 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 Electra, Gamora, um, Daredevil, and Hulk in the same movie. Right. Um, no, and uh, what's his name? Um, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, it's it's that's incredible. Um there's future actually for a that moment kid. Of, you said what? I said there's a future for that kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is. There is. Um there's even a moment at the end of the movie where like the, the one of the car it's a really quick frame, but they have like um one of the, the carton that they pull the baseball glove and stuff out of it has a sticker of the Hulk and a sticker of the Daredevil logo, not Daredevil, excuse me, uh, Deadpool logo on the, the case when they open it. And I was like, I see you, movie. I see what you <laughs> did there, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's on the nose, but I feel it. I like uh, it. I didn't catch that, but it's <laughs> probably writing notes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally, like, it's 
probably like a second of a shot. It's really quick. Like even trying to pause it, I could not pause it on the thing I wanted to see because I couldn't pause it in time. So yeah, it's a really quick shot, but it's there. Um, and then yeah, uh, continuing on like there's because there's so much, but then we finally get to the point when they get to meet their father. And that is something that's like really well done too. You have this like rage with uh, Ryan Reynolds character and Mark Ruffalo. Um, like they actually slug it out when they first meet each other. They actually punch each other. <laughs> um, like you just punched your dad and the dad like, and then you just punched your son. I'm like, whoa, what's <laughs> happening? I thought there would be more reverence here. Like yeah. you're seeing this man who's been dead and he, he's alive now, but. And I love how he did like this weird, like kind of fairy ballet punch. That was hilarious. <laughs> right? Good stuff. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and it's also great because like when they first see him, you can tell because they they linger. And I was like, there is no way he sees the way they're looking at him or the way that they hug him and he doesn't put it together that he's not there for them in the future. Cause you don't hug somebody like that, that you see every day. So, and the fact that I love the fact that he like, when he talks to them later, he's like, yeah, I figured it out. Um, I know. And you know, there's this, there's this feeling like maybe they'll change it and everything else like that, but they don't. And it's like, this is what's supposed to happen. They don't, they don't save him. All they do is they try and be better. Um, when they go back to their own timelines and it's so crazy to me because a lot of what they go through is based off of him dying him dying is what sends you know ryan Reynolds' character as a kid spiraling into like this rage and then this that which turns into this disdain for himself for how he treated his mother and all this other stuff but now that they've gotten to talk to him and even though they don't remember it because of that echo there's more of a peace that they have now. So it's kind of heartbreaking, but at the same time, I like the fact that they didn't necessarily, that they didn't just bring him back, but it was more of you guys got to have a converse, one last conversation with this man that you really love. Yeah. I, I really feel like, um, I don't know. I just really like what they did with that whole thing, especially with, um, the dad being like, don't tell me I, I, like I, I if it's gonna happen it needs to happen and he was very firm about that because they both kind of tried to tell him um, on yeah. multiple occasions um, and I don't know I don't know if I could do that I'd be like tell me everything um, <laughs> I want to still but be it, around <laughs> right but I feel like there's like some sense that he felt needed to happen in order for his son to become who he becomes, so. Um. Right, that's another side of it, right? Like, how much of who we are is based off of the tragedy that we've experienced and persevered through. And like, it's a really powerful scene, but the scene where his dad grabs him and Ryan Reynolds um, as the older version of Adam and says, it's okay, I love you all this hate, all this stuff that you've been harboring, you can let it go. And that, like, is such a powerful scene to me because if you had all this anger and rage um, pushed towards somebody, directed towards somebody that 
is dead and cannot do anything about it. Like the kid, this one moment when the kid teaches the older self where he says, hey, look, you're angry about dad. You remember this bad thing. You remember dad not coming home and whatever, whatever. And he's like, maybe it's because I'm a kid, but you know what I remember? I remember him buying that thing that you said that I was playing by myself. He bought it for me because he knew that I wanted, I wanted it. I remember him doing things for me when he was tired. And it's like, it, it shows you how when you're in the moment, you can appreciate these things that are happening. But when you get older and you start to rewrite your own memory with the, with the things that you like didn't like, because it's easier to remember the things that hurt you because those, they leave like a lasting impression. Um, and that's what he focused on so much that he forgot all the things that his dad do, did that were actually positive and that showed that he loved his son. And so the kid being able to have that, that connection with the older self and say, hey, look, you're being dumb right now. This is what it is. And then for the father to then be able to have that connection with the older son and say, hey, look, I love you. Don't even worry about any of the other stuff. Don't doubt that. I love you. All this hurt, all this pain, let it go, son. Let it go. And then when Ryan Reynolds' character, Adam, just starts bawling, I'm like, yeah, this is a powerful scene, and this is some great acting right now. Yeah. And I really like how they wrapped everything up, too, especially at the end where, you know, everything comes together and all the people, you know, meet in that one timeline. Um, and the father um, ends up helping out uh, older Adam with the car, <laughs> and he's like, "My car," <laughs> when it's already busted. Um, but I really like how they didn't make it so any of the characters um, killed anyone, really. Yeah. Uh, and and that. Well, um, well yeah, I mean, at least not the you know the main bad guy. It was it was okay. kind of, yeah. Anyway, uh, they always do that. I mean, did they really die, though? <laughs> I mean, technically, because that timeline got rewritten, no. No. They didn't die. <laughs> technically, only one, only two people died, and one was natural, one was unnatural, which, yeah. by the way, can we, can we talk about the fact that I actually felt bad for the past version of that woman because... That was when she was like young and hopeful and good before she got older and jaded. And she's the one that had to take a bullet. I'm like, she's nice. This is the nice version of this other person. Like, maybe she can change. So it just, yeah. I was like, oh, that kind of sucks for her. Yeah. And I kind of, I thought she was going to try to take the bullet. But then it was like, wait, but that wouldn't make sense because they established that the bullet will just keep going through past more than one person. Um, mm -hmm. which I also thought was hilarious because he was like, get behind me. And then uh, Adam was like, actually, it'll get everyone behind you too. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay, maybe just spread out then. Uh, <laughs> <fan out. laughs> um, but anyways, I thought, I thought that she was going to actually, like the, her younger self was going to take a stand against herself, but it didn't really turn out that way. I thought that would have been a cool twist where like, you know, she could see how bad she's become that even her younger self doesn't want to be part of, like, yeah. what she's become. Um, but yeah. that didn't quite happen. 
Nope. Um, yeah, I felt bad for that character dying, um, mainly because the young version, she was trying to do the right thing, but she was just trying to follow also the advice of her older self, um, who you could argue was more wise. But yeah, that's like you said, that's not that's not how it went down. Um, the other thing that the movie did that I thought was a nice touch when we're talking about the ending is it recontextualized this one scene between young Adam and um, his mom, where in the beginning when adam's mom is going through the taxes and sorting he's and she's like this is how my your dad did it or whatever um it's the same line of dialogue but when adam responds um with a system like that like how how wouldn't it be like hard or something um it's more sarcastic and it's meant to be hurtful but then at the end of the movie it's the exact same lines of dialogue that are being said that we heard earlier but the tone is different and therefore, the relationship feels different. And I was like, okay, I like that. That's that's also pretty cool. And then when he gets that just urge to hug his mom, um, I was like, okay, this is really sweet. I like this. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about what I didn't like. I did have a yeah, couple of too. problems. <laughs> um, so when um, his wife shows up and they like you know kind of defeat everybody and then they the i don't know why the plane flies away and then they start <laughs> running and then they get into the car and then they're like driving away but then the plane is chasing the car so it's like the plane like went away to just like wait a while and then be like okay now let's go follow the car um right <laughs> so that that didn't make sense to me and then there's this whole part when they like get to to her like hideout house and everything and, and they're like safe uh, and she's like um, she says something like they'll never they'll never see me coming and I was yep. like that doesn't make any sense at all because they already saw you they know that you're here um, I you know, mm -hmm. like they literally just ran away from everyone, so I don't know why they would not see her coming. And then I yeah. thought like she would have more than just one booby trap and a gun. Um, like you would think with all that time and preparation, expecting for like a an all out you know attack that she would where she would have to like hold it down and everything. Um, I mean, she opens this. this the floorboards and she has all these guns and she takes one of them out. One out. Didn't even think to give anything to Adam before he <laughs> left. So, um, yeah, that just didn't yeah. seem very. That I, I wish they did a little bit better with with that action part. Like that the whole idea and and the concept of the the story, the main story, and everything, and even like the time thing, they worked out pretty well. Um, but when mm -hmm. it came to the the action and the combat, it felt a little short for me. I can understand that. Like, it's funny because I thought it was interesting how she said, "I've had it was something like I've had like four years to prepare my defenses. Um, they'll never see me coming." I think that was her line that she said. And then I was like, when she goes outside and she has the one trap, I'm like, that feels very anti-climatic. I mean, that's one trap. Like, how many like you? You said four years of setting up your defenses. Like, I'm sure there's more than that, right? I could have um, done that in five minutes. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know? Like, trip to the hardware store, <laughs> set this trap up. All right, I'm done. I guess I'm waiting for the next three years. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that that isn't ring. That doesn't ring as true to me. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I think that you're very right. Like, I even when I talk about like obviously we saw the movie a week ago but like when I think about what I remember most from the movie a lot of my emotions are tied towards the emotional scenes of the movie and not so much the action related themes um, I thought it was interesting that he had kind of this um, staff that could become a sword or a bow staff depending on how he wanted to wield it um, and that's why I was laughing when you said oh well, they didn't really kill anybody I'm like actually they kill everybody <laughs> kill everybody because they even say this is what happens when you die outside your 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 fixed point in time you just evaporate and like okay well they had that person had a family that person had a family so right but they don't have they're not they're not actual characters they're just you know npcs so it doesn't count (laughs) oh (laughs) this is how free guy happened (laughs) of a a talk like that They're just NPCs. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, the, just in general, I think that the story um, worked so well that it it's easy to overlook the the action part and you know the those little parts that didn't quite make. It's funny how they can make the the concept of time make sense, but not the the action. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, they, they needed yeah, two screenwriters I, with two <laughs> different specialties. Um, <laughs> exactly. Different, but, skill, and, different skill sets. Yeah. Um, I did want to say, uh, I wanted to point out about the references, because I, I really enjoyed all the sci-fi references that they had. There was a little, like, there was a bunch of Star Wars. There was some... There's some close encounters in there, Back to the Future stuff. Um, and they named the dog Hawking, which I really loved. <laughs> yes. I thought it was hilarious I... when they both yelled at the dog the same time in the same way. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hawking, zip it! <laughs> yes. No, that was awesome. that was a lot of fun. Um, I like the references, too. When I heard the dog's name, it, kind of, it just made me chuckle. Yeah. So... There's, like, yeah, genius. there's a couple other things I feel like I'm not remembering, but yeah, I, at the end of the day, um, I didn't expect to like the movie at all, honestly, and I was surprised to find out how much I enjoyed the movie. And, you know, for me, there's a lot of emotion that's behind why I enjoyed the movie, but I think even if I'm trying to be a little bit more objective and just look at the movie for what it is, I think that there are there's really good scenes in the movie there's very well acted scenes in the movie and maybe like what you said the weakest part of the movie are some of the action scenes but there's not that many to tell you the truth there's actually a lot of talking in this movie there's a lot of scenes of just people like discussing things or like having conflicts with each other or things like that but um and it's those scenes that that stand out more to me yeah, um, I I also feel like they made it made it a uh, a point to establish it as a a for kids kind of thing, even though it's uh, also for adults. Um, and that's just mm-hmm. because they like 
there was a lot of, you know, moments where they were going in an adult direction, but then Ryan Reynolds would, like, cut it off to, like, make it kid-friendly. And they did that quite a few times, which I thought was hilarious, because I was like, okay, I get it. It's it's good for kids, um, but it's also good for us, because, like, we know it. We could fill in the blank and... Um, in that sense, it was really funny and fun. It was just a fun movie in general. Exactly, one hundred percent. So, is there anything else you quickly want to get off your chest about uh, the movie before we get out of here? Uh, no, that's it for me. Okay. So yeah, that was the uh, the Adam Project. So, did you guys watch it? What did you think about it? Did you enjoy the acting in the movie? Did you enjoy the scenes the way I did? Did you find them the action scenes a little lacking like um, me and Cheryl both did? Whatever you thought about the movie, comment below, let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, subscribe. Even if you don't though, I have been Chris and this has been Cheryl and we'll see you all next time.